comes the, here comes the, y'all don't really worry like Ladies, gentlemen, welcome back. It's episode 27, Moneyline Madness. You already know what the vibes are. I'm here. My name is Matt Cherico with my co-host, Andy B. Andy, how we doing today? Doing amazing. Big day. Disappointing day yesterday, but I'm very excited to talk about the future and not the past. Listen, man, I told you yesterday was going to be a stressful day. And you said, eh, I don't know, we're at home. But it was. it turned out, yeah, stressful. I saw a 92% chance to close out that game. And uh, just Giannis, you know, it happens, bro. Sometimes he's it's the best player in the world right now. Well, the you thing know, is, is it really wasn't even Giannis. It was Drew Holiday with the ridiculous rebound put back and then a couple of defensive steals that really he did. He had a great game. Had a great Who we were talking a lot of shit about, too, and then he goes and does that. Dude, yeah, he, he needed that game, though. You know, he, he had yeah, him he pulling did. his weight in the series, so he needed that. We saw a little blood on Giannis's face. Those were a little yeah. victory wounds. I don't know. I saw somebody say, uh, compare it to, like, Thanos, and they were like, all oh, that for a drop of blood. You know, like, that type of deal. <laughs> but So that had me laughing, but... It was a good game, and honestly, I don't think the series is over. I think that you guys have a good yeah. chance to come out and win this next game and take it to seven. So, yeah, I still maintain that it's going to seven. Yeah, so. a lot. I wouldn't have uh, too much, you know, negativity in the air you, with especially no. playoff games like that. You just got to move on and look to tomorrow. It's just how tough the game ended. I think that was what was rougher. But you realize, like, when you make the choice to come into this field. A year ago, I made the choice to come into broadcasting, and you realize you can't hide from it. You have to. You, you got to man talk up to about it the next day. I, yep. I woke up. I didn't want to talk about the Celtics, but you wake up. You got to talk about the Celtics. Rubbing, so. se- rubbing salt in the wounds, but it needs to be done. And as an unbiased, you know, cover cover of the game, I, yeah. I respect you. So yeah. you you know, here we are. Uh, do you want to take us to, you know, another slightly disappointing team uh, <laughs> over in Philly? You know, we love bashing these guys. So maybe that'll take your mind off of. Uh, yeah, a bit. we love talking about Philly. We really hate this, sh- hate them. But for tonight, I-, I woke up this morning and I thought, man, maybe they win tonight. Everything yesterday completely shifted my mind of what I know about basketball. So I kind of woke up today and I'm thinking, I think Philly's going to take this one tonight. I know. It doesn't sound correct, but hey, there's a player performance double that I fell in love with when I first saw it. Joel Embiid won three-pointer and a Philly win. I mean, I feel I love that one. I, he can always find himself open from three. I've seen centers been taking threes like crazy in this NBA, in this uh, playoffs anyway. That's a plus 210. I, I got to hit that. I think Philly, I think that Philly steals it. Tonight. I mean, you're the home team, so I think they're they're not the favorite, but it's not surprising if they win the game. So with the home court advantage, I have Philly winning now. And I also have uh, another one on Miami, but I know you want to you want to show some love to Miami. First. Yeah, nah, I think uh, honestly, I think this is the game that we see the beard finally squander. And I think that uh, that last home game was I, I know I've been hating on him so much, little like, bit, kind of a ridiculous amount at this point. But honestly, that last home game to me was just such a fluke. And I really think he is washed up. We saw I know it was in Miami and I know a lot of people go down to American Airlines Arena and they don't come out alive. But he just looks washed, bro. It's an entire different game than we've seen when he was in Houston or even when he was in Brooklyn. Like he's not that same type of ball dominant, you know, score that we saw. So for that reason, I'm going to go completely 180 from what you think. I woke up thinking Miami closes this one out. I don't think we get two game sevens in the East. That would be pretty dope, but I just don't be. think it happens. I think that Miami closes this one out today. And I also do have Tyler Hero over 15 and a half points. 
I think that he's been getting buckets. And truthfully, with no Duncan Robinson, they've been forced to kind of give the ball to Tyler and let him cook as the, you know, the primary shooter of that team. They have him. They got Struess. No Kyle Lowry. So it really does fall on Tyler to get those points. And for over 15 and a half, I feel like that's uh, kind of some free cash. Yeah, as much as I think Miami's going to lose tonight, uh, the homeboy Tyler who lives in South Beach is going to hit at least two threes. So I've got his yeah. over on threes, one and a half um, made threes for Tyler Hero. Um, I, I, I also have dying to get that off. I you needed think, to. The whole time you were saying it, it was in my head. Yep, I was just thinking great. of the jack line. It was just, it was cooking up. Was. Uh, I do also like Joel Embiid. His points total is at 25 and a half. Um, I'm going to take the over on that because like you said, they are home. So I think that he does put up, you know, at least 26, but I do think it will be a losing effort. So it's going to be a bloodbath regardless because these teams really don't like each other. So big, a big key that happened in last game. Obviously we said it was in, in Miami, but uh, Harden had only 14 points, but also he played the most minutes on the, on the team had a minor. 29 so yep. that is and not what you want our our, uh, our call of the Harden under two and a half threes that hit it the hit Tobias hit under hit I mean the 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 Sixers just absolutely stunk it up the other night yeah. like they went down to Miami and they stunk it was awesome it won us some money so we'll take it you know we right. it is what it is Philly slander and money made I mean what Gotta sounds like it. a good day to me and when now we get the opportunity to both have different picks tonight, I mean, come on, that's huge. We yeah, never see, we don't see this very often. We're usually on the same wavelength, but I think it's more interesting now that we're, uh, we're, yeah, uh, no, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a hot take. And, you know, it kind of does, uh, put things a little bit into perspective in the fact that money's going to be made no matter what, because oh, yeah. you put, you put money on these player props and more likely than not being that we're going with the trends, being that we're going with consistency, and volume, like those ones are more likely than not going to hit. We always give the safe bets. We always mm -hmm. give what we think, even though it could be like Joel Embiid, his points and the Tyler Hero points are both minus picks. But you have those along with, say, you want to sprinkle on Miami money line. You know, money's going to be made regardless. If one of those hits, you're making money no matter what. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. The fact that we're able to balance it out like that. And I know money's being made no oh, matter yeah. what over here. Always, so. always. You want to uh, head over to that next game that we got? I know you're uh, you're yeah. excited for this one too. Oh yeah, we're going uh, we're going back to Dallas for this one, and uh, interesting series to say the least. I mean, with with the way that the Suns played last game, everything kind of points to them, and that was the same way I felt about Miami. But like I said yesterday, kind of made me feel a little differently. Teams can come back from games like that, and I, that's why I think that the that the Mavericks come away with this one at home. And, um, or no, I'm sorry. I yeah, was no, going to no, say, no. wait a minute. You no, I, have, I read it completely because I read that the two props that I have are Dallas. And then I read, oh, gotcha. oh crap, I have Phoenix winning. Yeah. So I don't think that, but like I said, I still do think that this, it's going to be a much closer game because I, I'm completely thinking of at the NBA a lot differently than last, last two days ago. So my props for this one are Dallas and I have, um, Jalen Brunson over one and a half threes. I mean, that that it's not easy per se, but I think he can have the volume to do that. I don't think he's going to 
not take the that. Been there, it's just more yeah. or less can he make it? Like yeah. those have been the struggles. Yeah, I feel the same way with Crowder. You know, we go with these guys that have a ton of volume, and then all of a sudden we we pick Jay Crowder, <laughs> yeah. and the other night he shoots one for seven. Like he shoots five threes and hits one of them, and like three of them. If, if you were watching the game, I don't know if you saw, but three of them just rim out. Yeah. So he, it was it was rough night for uh, Crowder there. He's usually a consistent shooter, Jay Crowder too, but it's unfortunate. But and then obviously uh, my favorite player of all time now, Dorian Finney-Smith. I've got him over eleven and a half. He fell short of that last game, but obviously two the two games before that that was easy, easy going. So last game he came in with a thirteen and a half uh, spread for his uh, points. And we took him. He fell short. But this time, 11.5 is easy for him. 12 points. I think that's nice and easy for Dorian Finney-Smith. And the uh, the player performance double I've got is Chris Paul 10-plus assists and a Phoenix victory. Wow. 10-plus assists doesn't seem that far-fetched. But no, I don't know. I Something about, I, like, I just woke up on the entire opposite side of the bed as you, I guess. Because something about, like, Dallas being at home and the underdog, I saw the plus 108, and I was like, I feel like I got to bounce on that a little bit you know i i can understand where you're coming from that the suns kind of controlled that game but i don't know if you saw towards the end when booker tried stealing the ball out of luca's hands luca gave this like nod almost like yeah. all right like i don't think they like each is, other very they much they hate each other bro they absolutely hate each other and luca gave this nod like all right this is how you know this is how it's gonna go like i'll match that level of intensity now i think they're back in dallas they have somewhat of a home court advantage because Dallas, they always pack it out, you know, da- like mm-hmm. at home, Mark Cuban, you know, he's selling that thing out. So I have Dallas winning this game. And then on the other side of the ball, I have McCall Bridges over one and a half threes. That comes in actually at plus 164, which I kind of can't believe for just two threes from him. I feel like he's pretty consistent. He had that last year. Deep. Yeah, he had that. He cashed down on that. He's mm-hmm. cashed down on that actually more games than he hasn't in this playoffs in uh bolt series. So. I'm, uh, I'm excited for that, but I do think Dallas ultimately wins this game. But like I said, we go with the trends. So being that McCall Bridges over one and a half threes is at plus 164. That hits instantly. The Dallas pick doesn't is just, you know, uh, house money at that point. Yeah. So that's kind of the exciting part for me there. I think that money's going to be made off this game regardless. And I do at the same time see where you're coming from where with that Chris Paul pick. So I'm like a quarter unit on that with a, un- a whole unit on McCall you're going to make money no matter what. So Yeah, Chris Paul had <clears throat> sorry, 10 assists last game, so I'm, I'm thinking hey, he gets that again. On the road, though, it is always tougher, so I'm, I'm keying in on that. But it's Chris Paul. He's a veteran. He's been in these games before. Plus, this is a chance to go back to the uh, Western Conference Finals. which Yeah, and Chris Paul getting 10 assists, you would think two of those or at least one of them would be a McCall Bridges three, yeah. and then he's going to oh, yeah. find another one somehow. So yeah, I the like rest that. will be a little lobs to DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> yeah, just pick and roll, you know, yeah. those types of vibes. But hey, I mean, it works. And yeah. DeAndre Ayton gets spoon fed, but if that's what works for them, especially against an yeah. undermanned, you know, uh, team like Dallas down low, that's what yeah. you're going to have to do. Like it's kind of like playing 2K and just spamming the same move. <laughs> But literally, <laughs> if it works, bro, this is the NBA, and like you got to learn to defend it. And it's not oh, yeah. my, it's not Dallas's fault, or it's not Phoenix's fault that Dallas doesn't have somebody big in the paint to you know. Guard no, it's like Miles unless Powell they're gonna play uh, unless they're gonna play Boban, which I doubt they're gonna do. Realistically, like he might be able to provide a few okay minutes, yeah. but I I just but he's got no no longevity in the game. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, for sure. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he, last he, game he got a DNP coach's decision for a reason. So. Yeah, more often than not, that's the case, but yeah. I'll, I'll show Boban some love while we're here. <laughs> I think that's all we got for NBA today, right? I, I think I we do. Just the two yeah. games today, but you already know. 
tomorrow is going to be Golden State back at it again against the Grizzlies. And also, uh, we have that other game of your guys going up against the Bucks. Yeah. That's going to be very uh, interesting. So we're going to have picks for that. We're Obviously, we're covering that head to toe. Oh, yeah. Those will be on Twitter tomorrow because, um, yep. unfortunately, we won't be able to do an episode. But, hey, well, I'm on Twitter, and, and you're going to love them, too. And uh, yeah. I'm going to be as unbiased as I can, even though I always wind up winding winding up picking the Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't see the Celtics being that far-fetched of a pick tomorrow, but no. it is what it is. We'll see what the lines come out with tomorrow. And like I said, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at ML Madness Pod, on Instagram at ML Madness Pod. We're just showing up every day, just posting plays, posting oh, yeah. clips. It's all, it's all there. So don't forget to show love. And yeah, we're going to stay active over there. Absolutely. You and our clips to, uh, have been, uh, been getting been quite popping, a reaction. Bro. Yeah, Quite a they, reaction, have been, so, yeah. they have been popping <laughs> off, so that's always exciting. Always. You want to uh, play some baseball or like what, what's up? Let's get to how, baseball. How doing? Uh, I mean, I know early start dude, time like, tonight, today. Really, really rough night. So yeah. truthfully, in your sports world, so I'm glad that you have a game at one o'clock to kind of just jump back in and forget about last night. You know, well, that unless that goes badly too, but the hope is that it won't. <laughs> so, well. Yeah. With that being said, we, the Mets are playing the Nationals at one o'clock. Obviously, Andy being massive Mets fan. Oh yeah. They blew a game last night. I mean, not even blew. They kind of didn't have. No, it. they blew. Well, they had a three nothing lead in the first inning, and it disappeared immediately. They. I was they gonna say. Blew it. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't gonna say they blew it, being that it was already the first. It was only the first inning. Like Tyler just didn't have it, and no, it not. is what it is. His mom even admitted it on Twitter. So it, yeah, you know, Mama yeah. McGill was not happy last night. No, she, she definitely was not. <laughs> But we're putting that in the past. You got Taiwan Walker on the mound today. The Nationals are not a great team. So, I mean, I'm expecting you guys to come out and kind of do what good teams do. And if the Mets really want to take that next step and be a legitimate contender this year, they need to come out and win games like this and not go on skids, especially on the road, because that's where the the snowball kind of happens. Yeah, so... Taiwan needs to have a good start. He had a horrible start last game. What was lost in that whole comeback... The other day, that whole seven run in a ninth inning was the fact that they were down seven to one since the third inning because of Taiwan Walker. So he needs to have a bounce back start. His his ERA, I mean, we were, I know on Mets Twitter, everybody was laughing about um, the starter for the Nationals today. Eight, uh, I think it's Adon. I'm not 100% sure how to yeah, say I his think name. So. so he is a seven ERA, 6.99, but whatever. Um, nice. And Taiwan Walker's, you know, don't get it lost. He's got almost a five ERA, so it's not like it's that much better. So he needs to be a lot better today at uh, one o'clock. And I have them winning the game by two runs, one the minus one and a half, because frankly, you can't have your first series loss of the season come to the Washington Nationals. You lose a lot of credibility when that happens. I don't care who pitched for you, because unfortunately right now, this is the rotation until Jacob deGrom's back. So you're going to have to deal with the the Tyler McGill is not going to be a consistent ace all the time. He'd never done that before. Taiwan Walker, I don't really know how to gauge who he's going to be this season at this moment. So today will be a big tell for that, because... The truth is the Nationals have a good three, four, five in their or sorry, two, three, four in their lineup. Other than that, nobody it's should be cheese. getting on base. Yeah, so, no, it is. It's very so, true. So I agree. So yeah, the, I have the Mets minus one and a half. I really don't know how to I can't gauge you with any strikeouts because I'm gonna be honest, I don't know how long Adon's gonna last in the game, and I certainly don't know how long Taiwan Walker's gonna last in the game. So it's gonna be very interesting. But I, I think the Mets have to pull through and get a two run win today. 
Yeah, so, I think, uh, I think I they it. should, man. I, I bet, you know, like with veteran leadership the way they have and the coach like Buck, like it's just a different type of vibe than it was earlier. I really think that they're going to yeah. come back and probably win this game. So the player strikeouts, they only have a line for Tywin Walker, and that's at three and a half. Quite frankly, I'm not going to touch that at all. But yeah. I am going to, you know, hop on that Mets minus one and a half. That comes in at plus 105. And like I said, good teams, they find ways to win games like this. And, you know, the one thing about the Yankees, and that's been so surprising with them, is that you look at the starters, you know, one through four right now, and it's like, oh, we have a chance to win that game today. And I don't know the last time that I've been able to, like, say that about a pitching staff, especially yeah. the Yankees. And so, realistically, the Mets have that same type of capability with their pitchers. It's just when DeGrom comes back, if Taiwan Walker is pitching to his full ability, if, you know, McGill can find his consistency and be that strikeout yeah. guy that, you know, you saw early in the yeah. season in that first few games. So, I, uh, I I don't think that uh, the Mets are going to kind of slip into that rut, but these are the games where you make sure you don't. Yeah, you. I agree with you. The, the Mets should have a rotation <clears throat> that goes one through five, but unfortunately right now, I don't think McGill is going to be consistent enough, and that's how one walker is a very big wild card. But hey, that one, two, three of Scherzer, Bassett, Carrasco, that gives you a chance to win every game. It so, does. It <laughs> I don't does. know how to feel otherwise, but... Yeah, let's not uh, let's not bore everybody with the Mets right now. The 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 New York running baseball is still a thing, though. No matter what, it is. What, it so. definitely is, especially when you got a team like the Yankees that are uh, quite capable of just putting the whole city on their back. All right. So, well, they're uh, not gonna <laughs> have to do that. But you know, I understand. <laughs> well, I I do have a pick for the Yankees game tonight. That's a little bit later at eight twelve p.m. Not a not necessarily a matinee, but we got Luis Gill going up against the White Sox, and I have them. I know you have a pick for this game. So actually, I'm going to let you drop your pick because mine adds on to yours. So go ahead. Yeah, so I've got the only pick I have in this one is I am i can't really gauge the starters in this game. Uh, Dylan Cease is a nice, solid starter. So I don't know how, how the Yankee, but the Yankees lineup is really good. So I don't really know how that's going to go. With Luis Heal, this is his first start of the season. If the Yankees had it their way, he would have never made a start here. But they had a doubleheader. They had to put they have to pitch him. Doubt he lasts very long. But I have a feeling with the how consistent... And solid the lineup for the White Sox is. They haven't been great all year. Early in the year, they struggled. They were in a little bit of a, I think they lost like eight straight games. Now they're starting to figure it out again. I think they get a few runs off of Luis Heel. Gets them to eight runs, the over eight as um, for the whole game. So I'm thinking maybe like a 5-4, 6-4 win for the, uh, probably the Yankees in, in that. But over eight runs in the game. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm going to hop on the New York Yankees money line there and the over. So that comes in at plus 290. Um, like you were saying, I think this is going to be a little bit more of a high scoring game. They're turning to the bullpen a lot. I think we're going to see a decent amount of innings come from Mike King, come from a guy like maybe uh, Chad Green, Clay Holmes. They're going to definitely be relying on their bullpen a little bit more. Being that they were able to use uh, Chapman and kind of get nice longevity or better longevity out of Tyone yesterday, I think that they're going to turn to their mid relievers and really look for them to win them this game. And it's been working as of late. You know, they're one of the best teams in baseball. They actually have the best record now by a game and a half, which is pretty cool. So we'll sit at the top for a few days and bask in the glory. But they're probably definitely just locked in tonight on staying hot, especially against a team like the White Sox, who are legitimate. You know, they have a legitimate case to be one of the better teams in the AOS. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, they had a hot start, went on a, a really bad losing streak, but now they're starting to figure it out again. So, that, that, yeah, they the White Sox do have a stake to be maybe the best team in the AL when they're healthy. So, unfortunately, 
that little stretch kind of made us all skew our interests in them, but they're just as good as the Yankees, I feel like. All right, let's not get a little let's not get a little ahead. I don't know about that. They don't have the star power that New York has. But they they're well, okay. I don't want to I don't want to talk too much nice about a Chicago team, so I'll leave it at that because we know how we feel about Chicago. So yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. There's there's a reason that the Yankees are the best team in baseball. I'm gonna I'll just <laughs> that's that's that. Uh, you have any more baseball picks for today? Yeah, we're gonna go to another uh, uh, back to another city we love to shit on. Uh, the Phillies are in L.A. tonight. The Dodgers they're playing, and um, so in this game I have three things, and I have. The Dodgers winning the game by two runs, one and a half, minus one and a half on the spread. Easy. It's an easy. The Dodgers are the best team in the NL right now. They are really talented. And um, both player strikeouts I'm hitting. However, I'm hitting Zach Wheeler's under five and a half. He has been dreadful in almost all of his starts. I think he had one good start. I think it was against Milwaukee. Other than that, he's been dreadful. And he's facing a stacked lineup tonight. So six strikeouts seems like a bit much for a guy I can't even see getting out of the fourth inning. So, And the Dodgers also don't strike out a lot, which is really impressive for a team with that lineup. But also, Tyler Anderson on the other side, facing a lineup that does strike out a lot. Over four and a half, I really like that one. So, And he's been a really good pitcher for them so far this year. He's 3-0 and with a 2-7-8. So he's been a really solid pitcher for LA. So five strikeouts doesn't seem like a lot for him with a lineup that strikes could strike out five times in the first six hitters. So Yeah, no, legitimately the Phillies are constantly underwhelming. And yeah. I love to hate on them. So I'm gonna ride with the Dodgers tonight as well. I like all of those and they you kind of persuaded me to hop on the bandwagon. So I'll be making sure to sprinkle in a little bit there. Oh yeah. I uh I did have two more picks, but they just actually took the Baltimore Orioles at St. Louis Cardinals. What were you going to take? Of, I was going to take Jordan Hicks over on strikeouts, I and too. I was going to take the Cardinals minus one and a half. And both of those are currently closed. So that game is completely off of FanDuel. So I don't really know where to navigate from there on that game. That up. I'm but, curious what happened in that one. That could be a COVID thing because apparently COVID is back in the end of MLB. Yesterday we had the first game canceled with COVID. So that might be – maybe it's raining in St. Louis too. Ah, yeah. You know, that could be a uh, could be, could be a possibility. Of, but regardless, if that line does come out before the game starts, we will be throwing those up on Twitter with our official card and today's episode. So – yeah, I don't know Absolutely. if you have uh, have any more picks baseball-wise. but You know why it changed? Why? Because the St. Louis Cardinals have a new starter for today's game, Steven Matz. So you're not taking the strikeouts. Uh, no, I'm not taking the strikeouts. I don't even know if I want to take the run line anymore. Yeah, that, that kind of skews your interest at that game. Stinky. That's odd. Why did they change pitchers an hour and 40 minutes before the That's weird. Very interesting. Never know Very what you're going to see in baseball. No, you don't. <laughs> a little last-second... Uh... Last second pluck for him. That's that's very interesting. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, I don't know if we uh, we got to recap, but our one NHL pick, us oh. hopping on the the Rangers yesterday, Killed. it worked out. You know, Killed. down down two nothing. It was it was looking grim. No cap. You, I'm, I'm a casual hockey guy, but I was yeah. looking. I was sitting there, and MSG was was dead. It was absolutely yeah. dead in there, and like you could tell when, especially I mean, being a Knicks fan, I know when the life is sucked out of that building because oh, yeah. they, you've seen it they, many, many times. They did it every night for many seasons, so I know what that looks like. And the life was sucked out of Madison Square Garden yesterday, but the Rangers found a way to come back and win. And Pause. It's a. Uh... I caught it. Okay, sucked okay. out. Yeah. All right. All right. 
All right, pal. But the Rangers <laughs> found a way to come back and win. And hopefully they can go on the road now and make something happen because they need it desperately. And could you imagine a game seven in that stadium with the chance to come back three one? You've on, been to bro. that stadium. I have never been it's one of my pet my the things that I'm most angry I've never been to. I've been to City Field a bunch of times. I've never been to MSG. I'm Incredible, not a I'm not bro. a fan of the Knicks, so obviously I haven't. I wanted to go to a Celtics Knicks game, haven't been. That stadium for the Knicks is really lively. I feel like when it's the Rangers, it's just a different breed when they're playing. It is because when they're on the ice, it's fans in this town. In that absolutely, town. it's uh, it's definitely different. I know Game Two of the Knicks Hawks last year, the only game of that series, obviously that they won. Um, I remember the Obi Top and Alley Oop like it was literally yesterday. Like that's just imprinted into my memory. Mm-hmm. The the feeling in that building, like you literally feel like you're just gonna elevate through the the ceiling and yeah. just rise up. It's that incredible and that electric. So I would love to see a game seven in MSG. I that bet be- actually that, I mean, we're, we'll talk about it and we'll tweet the play tomorrow, but I bet that we're getting a game seven. Just my guess that, that too. Yeah. The, like the NHL needs that right now. Yeah. They, they need that. They need just a game Sturkin seven. And played really well after the two, nothing yesterday he played, I was watching a little bit of it. We were flipping through three games, which by the way, if you're a sports fan and your, your team's, are playing simultaneously just get another tv it's very strong i was missing moments in the mets game i didn't want to miss missing a lot of moments in the rangers game just because the celtics oh they got a win today so i'm watching that and i'm like oh just to get really it's so stressful it is yeah it stinks but you know uh, hopefully today you come back you get a couple dubs in in terms of the mets and uh you know we we move on and we live to see another day hopefully make some money do it it is what it is gotta do it well absolutely I think that's going to wrap us up for a little two seven, right? That Mike Trout episode is a little uh, is up. A little three P on top of Mike Trout. Sheesh, you love to see it. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. This has been Moneyline Madness episode two seven, and we will catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace. Go dogs.